welcome to Someone Should Make This, a show where we do the hard part of coming up with great video game ideas and offer them up to the world. My name is Danish. I'm Jeff. I'm Matt. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, so good. <laughs> so, so hey, so good. Uh, the VGAs were this week. Uh, did you guys watch those? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, of actually, course we did. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, any any kind of highlights you want to talk about? Any cool trailers or moments? So before we get to I that... I have a couple. Before we get yeah. to that, I'm watching on the couch. Mindy's next to me, and she doesn't care that much about video games. She cares in so much that I care, you know? But right. she, she has no attachment to anything. So every trailer that's coming out, every moment that's coming out, I'm like, oh, this is... Is this this? This is this? Oh, man, like, that could be this. <laughs> and I'm very excited about everything that's happening on the screen as it's happening. And... Um, I think I was driving her a little bit crazy, but I think I was also making her laugh a little bit with how into all the minutia, because a lot of these trailers tease a little bit out before they really show what's going on. And so I was having a lot of fun trying to guess what things were and what was happening in the moment. And they were all (laughs) D&D. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or weird shit that nobody's heard of. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool in in a certain sense. Um that's funny. So uh, I was gonna say my favorite though has been uh, was Hellblade two. Yeah, uh, that, that's gotta be the, everybody's, right? Just the music, the intensity of it. Uh, it was just yeah, it was awesome. This is definitely course, like a, a jury still out on how much that is like real time rendered. I feel like they always say that. I, they I don't they lean very that. heavily into this is all in engine. But they, Hellblade One, they do that on so looking. many games. It I was, know. I agree, but yeah, they say that so much. Like, they do. I, I think at this point, like, it's it's cool to be excited about it. But if you're, you're I think you might be sort of a fool if you're just going to buy into that totally. As like, I'm yeah, totally. Fool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I'm, I totally buy into it. It might look like that, but yeah. you know, let's. I don't. I'm never going to be like, oh, it's totally going to look like that because, yeah. you know. That's, that's I mean, video games, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I'll say is that when it doesn't look exactly like that, I'm okay with it. I, I, I don't throw a fit. Which oh, is I don't throw a fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you great. know what I mean? So I, I'm always hopeful. And if it's not, I'm like, oh, well, it still looks amazing. Right. I mean, like, let's be serious. The games look amazing now. Games yeah, look amazing. They've looked amazing for like 10 years. Is yeah, the thing. yeah. 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 I, I mean, um, I remember playing the first Bioshock and obviously, you know, certain aspects of that have has become dated, but... It was still an amazing looking game. All the underwater stuff, all the yeah. kind of layered post process, and hey, you know what never stuff? looked good to me in Bioshock? <laughs> What's that? What, what? That fucking the squid at the beginning. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the animation. It was bad very, on it. very. Stiff. It's so funny. That's that one thing that That's, you see. The one, everything else is great, and then the yeah. squid goes by, and I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe. Because even that even out. the whales are fine. Yeah, everything was fine. You know what's funny is this is totally a tangent, but in um. A lot of games, uh, you will set up this uh, environment and characters and lighting and everything, and then there'll be a cinematic director who will place the camera and look for a great shot to like open the scene with. And sometimes it's like a low angle on some geometry. And a lot of times, uh, it'll be on something that the environment artists never intended to be looked at that closely. You are just and, like balancing on a line right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was going to say, um, you have a personal anecdote exactly to that, if I recall. Oh, yeah, so anyway, but the, the thing that um, <laughs> struck out was uh, hearing about like, I think it was maybe even MGS like 4 or something, where uh, or 5, it was the first PS3 one, I think, where he talked about Kojima saying like, oh yes, the leaves, we, we spent like, you know, so much time on this one like, piece of foliage and it was like thousands of polygons and this and that and it was kind of illustrating how detailed the game is but it was actually really smart because it was a shot where it was really close up and it didn't matter because the camera panned up or whatever but they knew that that would be like front and center so they of course put a lot of you know graphics or modeling or whatever into that but leaf. that that thing right. exists only in that one shot right yes yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly there's there's a so more anyway. rec- there's a more recent example of that uh it was in uh oh, what's the robot dinosaur game oh horizon horizon, Her- horizon zero dawn they uh 
there's a they they I remember seeing I don't think like the developers talked about it, but I remember watching reviews that are like, oh, there's so much detail. Like you can see ants crawling up trees with leaves and blah. And like right at the beginning, there is like a shot of ants crawling up trees, like taking leaves back to their their <laughs> yeah. home base or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, that is in the game. And then I realized that it's only that one tree right. and that one shot. And I kept looking at other trees and. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, unless you go looking for it, that, that is all you need because then it oh, just yeah. gets no, your it, mind, you know. Yeah, it's, why on it's earth like would you scatter that everywhere? Uh, suspending disbelief, you you wow them with an idea and then you let their minds take it the rest yeah, of the way. Exactly. Um, anyway, back to the VGAs. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Maybe this is controversial. Uh-oh. I fucking loved that Muppets bit. Oh, yeah. I did too. Who didn't like it? And I think everyone I, I is know. in agreement that we need okay, untitled good. Beaker Game. I th- like that's I'm a glad. universal sentiment. Sure. Because uh, the Muppets were on VJs last year, and we, I thought it was also were. very delightful. And that one, I do remember people hated it, and I thought, "What is going on?" And then when they came back, I'm like, "Oh, thank God they didn't listen to those guys that they stuck with the Muppets." I, it's so good. So, it's so good. The, the Muppets will the, always be good. The VJs are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place right now, and. And I don't know if there's any way out of it because originally you would get these game awards and I guess this probably still happens to some degree. And it, it like it more or less would sometimes just be like a circus, right? We're just like yeah. stupid shit is happening all the time <laughs> and they're getting like horrible music acts and like, you know, just all these really ridiculous stuff. Yeah, it's it was like, back when it was on Spike, Spike yeah, TV right. and they really catered to the TV station. And it's it's yeah, totally right. like shit like, you know, like my career is video games and it's like if if my dad watched this, he'd be like, my fucking son is <laughs> like this is what he does, you know, because that's <laughs> and, and so there's a part of me that's like, man, I wish these things took themselves more seriously so, you know, like people well, who aren't totally in the know well, you know, like maybe respect the show or whatever. Yeah, I but mean, now, the first one last year and this ve- year have been amazing. Well, no, I was going to say the, f- the very first one was very classy, if you remember. The first time they actually just made the Game Awards, or they kind of rebranded it slightly. But don't you think there's a level of self-importance that is being too like pushed too hard then now it's yeah. like well, this is video games though like we should still have fun. like what where yes, what is the exact what... line to walk where it's like yes video games are fun but also we're not a circus like and i think that's yeah, what they're yeah, trying yeah. to do what games um have you guys like what were, what were you championing for what what are some of your favorite games this year oh man the one the one that i it was nominated twice and i don't think it won either one but for me outer wilds was the one I was really into. I love that game. I think that's the best game of the year because of all the really inventive stuff it did. Um, I was happy it was nominated, and that's really cool, but it didn't end up winning. Yeah, there were definitely um, some upsets for me. I can't remember specifics, but um, I remember there were a couple of awards. I think some of the quick ones that he was reading off yeah. where I was like, I don't know about that answer. Or, yeah, um, I, 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 I've, it, it always makes me realize how much I am like resting on my laurels when these award seasons comes up because like most of these games I'm like I haven't played any of these. Yeah, yeah. And I always this like, year especially I agree. There I always was, feel there was like I'm aw- pretty good at it, but this year in particular, like you said, like I, there's yeah. so many of these games I'm like haven't played it, haven't played it. I, all I've played this year is like Destiny and Call of Duty, which is like <laughs> such such like mainstream yeah. uh, games that well, you know I, I should be doing better. It's funny because we've talked about this where I stopped playing Destiny 2 last January, last December, and I've been playing so many games since then. And it's it's a double-edged sword because you have a game of service, you have a live game that you love, but it really does keep you from experiencing the yeah. dozens yeah. and dozens of other games. Uh, one award I was really happy with was was best art direction, which is Control. Control is my game of the year this year. I agree. Control should have won, I thought, best game, but um, uh, if it wasn't Outer Wilds, but yeah, I'm happy that one at least. It's it was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but didn't uh, oh Disco Elysium? I haven't played it yet, but it it looks and sounds from the bottom up just amazing, and it yeah, won like three times. That. I heard best of that narrative, game. Best. I heard that game for the first time the morning of the VGAs. And <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. this game? And all of a sudden everybody was talking about it and then it won all these awards. I was like, what happened? Like I feel like I feel like I lost time. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a, a I don't want to say a sleeper hit, but because there there was a lot of buzz right when it was released. But there wasn't a huge marketing push. There wasn't really a tail on any of the coverage. It was just like for one or two yeah. days, hey, here's this game, and it does narrative in a really cool way, and then it just disappeared again. So yeah, uh, it, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna zition. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we wanted to say what are what uh, did did we want to do this? What's what's like our favorite games of the decade? So I have big? thought about this. I, I I mean I'll throw a couple out there. I've thought about this because there was a thing on Twitter going on like okay name three and it's like Jesus. Um, no but name one. I narrowed it. I narrowed it down to Minecraft, Papers Please, and God of War as being the three games of the decade. Yeah, so because, we've we've discussed this on at like a high level of like what did, what are they really asking? Are are you, are you asking for what was my favorite game of the last ten years? Because if you're asking me that, fucking fuck off! I can't do that. That's impossible. <laughs> no, it's, asking, I know your answer, man. It's Destiny. Come on. No, it's just, it's absolutely not. I, like I that's, and that's that's <laughs> I've used that as an example of like I put so many hours into Destiny. I would say, I would say my highest highs have come from Destiny. But if you're asking me for like the best game of 10 years destiny's not even ranking because there's just like i it, just because i like it doesn't mean it's good it, oh no i <laughs> i 100 relate to that that's like every opinion i have yeah but also like you know destiny is a game that i play with friends and i have a group of people that i i just just by virtue of playing with them things become fun mm-hmm. and i i think you know uh I think any game where I'm playing with six people, even if it's absolute garbage, I'm gonna have a shitload of fun. Destiny just keeps, just keeps yeah. like a, this like trickle feed of content to give us excuses to keep playing it. And I think that's part of the reason why Destiny is something that I play so much and enjoy so much is because of that, not because Destiny is. I'm not not at all saying it's a bad game, but it's certainly not like top ten, top five, any sure, sure. decade. I, um, I hear you. So yeah, my list of those three games I said. Um, I think are because I totally agree. You can interpret that question in any way. For me, those games are my like probably you know my top maybe not exactly top three, but near the top of my actual favorite, and also like influential and also like representative of what games can be. And I think for me, all those nicely kind of are the same thing. Like the Venn diagram is all three of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I hear you. So Jeff, what do you got? You know I'm. <laughs> I hate these kinds of things. I hate ranking things. It took me <laughs> years it. to get a top 10 movie list. And then like a month later, it changed. So I, I fucking hate these things. I, I've been doing the movie. We can get into this briefly, but I got I did the movie thing as well. I've been noodling on it on uh, Letterboxd, kind of just like adding movies. Yeah. Here's one thing that uh, maybe for games as well um, might be an interesting way to look at this. I started making a top 10 list of movies or, you know, whatever. Then I thought, you know what would be more fun is what movies have I just not shut up about? Maybe they're not my favorite, so, yeah. but like I really want to recommend them to people. Uh, and so I made a, li- a separate list of that. So is there games that you always tell people, hey, you should check this small game out? You guys know Brink is the flame, is the torch <laughs> oh, I will carry until the day. Such a good movie. I, and, <laughs> and I've talked about that a lot. I don't like, here's the thing. As much as I think that that game is underserved in history i i i don't think it would i mean it's not top three that's for sure but i mean maybe it's it's top 10 maybe it's top 20 but like that's i immediately thought of that danish is that i talk about brink more than any other game and but i like like matt you were saying i don't i don't think that's on the list yeah Um, just like just because you like it doesn't mean like so so I, I've been trying to think of this as sort of like a hybrid of the types of lists people come up with. I don't want to. I don't want to say like what what my favorite game is of the last ten years because that sucks and it doesn't matter. But I also mm-hmm. don't want to be like this is the most influential game of the last ten years because then it's like okay Fortnite. Um, but I don't play Fortnite and I don't like Fortnite, so that seems lame to make a list. So yeah, I'm trying yeah. to come up with like a hybrid of that of like what is yeah. what is a game that I feel like had a giant impact on the last ten years. But also, I actually liked it more than your average game. And so I, I have that, yeah. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Dark Souls on that because I think it is like so many games are, quote unquote, the Dark Souls of this, the Dark Souls of that. And I also just love Dark Souls games. Um, so when did the first I, one come one. out? The first Dark Souls came out 2011. Um, okay, so it's in there. But Demon Souls, and, and this is where I'm getting a little iffy, like, I, I'm not putting Demon Souls on that list because I guess just not enough people played Demon Souls. Dark Souls seemed to be the yeah. when it started to work for people, right, and I think right. that is what became influential on everything. Definitely, and they they did kind of shift the formula game to game, and I think Dark Souls is the 
the blend that has risen to the top. Um, I'm mixing metaphors here, but I think that that's... Yeah. <laughs> no, you nailed it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Two so, in the hand is worth a blend at the top. Yeah, yeah. You got to skim the fat off the chaff. Yep. So, yeah, I, I totally hear that. For me, it's PT. And I know that could be controversial because it's a very short game and it's meant to be a literal teaser for <laughs> another game. It's arguably not even a game, but... I, but it I, is I, a game. It is a game. It is, um, a, it is a thing that you sit down and play. So yeah. I think PT for me because I think without PT... Well, obviously, Death Stranding wouldn't exist. We would have Silent Hills instead, and Metal Gear Solid would have a completely different legacy. It might even have an ending. It's if, a very interesting. You know, I was. I don't agree with that. No, I was. I was ready to shit on your idea a little bit, but it is. This is a very <laughs> interesting idea of like, like maybe I don't agree that it belongs on the list or maybe or whatever. But no. but the conversation behind what would have happened if PT never existed is super interesting to think about. Not only that, I, but it brought back some of that viral marketing stuff from the aughts, like that with Halo and, and different movies yeah, like that, Overfield. Like cool. It did that in a super polished way that was completely contained within the game itself. And I, I know I have to use the word game because that's a position I'm taking, so I don't want to get into the semantics of that. But it it kind of resurrected a style and like polished it up as far as marketing goes. And then... I genuinely love the gameplay. Every time well, so do I. I have that image in my head of first stepping into the hallway with the swinging of the lamp sound in the background, like my heart just starts pounding. And for any experience to generate that kind of visceral response, I think is super important. And then you get into all the social stuff with Kojima and Konami after that. And it's, it's, I agree that it's uh, one of the experiences of the decade for sure. Uh, I don't think we have time to get into it, but I don't agree that it, uh, changed the course of history in the way you're describing because my the way i look at it is imagine kojima's arc as being like a tree with branches coming off of it and one of the branches was silent hills and that branch got clipped and so all that was left was pt and if pt never never came out that branch would have just been clipped earlier because nothing it never amounted to anything anyway and the split to from konami was already a different branch already happening so i don't think how, i don't know how much it actually weighed in on anything else yeah, is it is is the more interesting conversation what would have happened if uh, Kojima PT never, actually came? No, out. if Kojima never oh. left Konami, right? Um, but I still, I still think, I don't know, man. PT's PT's got something like I, I've never went to the effort of something like I did for PT. Like I, I right. had PT and then they stopped selling it on the store and I was like, shit, this is like, I have like this coveted hard drive right now. Cause it has PT on yeah, it. I can't get it here. anymore. And then when the PS pro came out, I was like, okay, I need to upgrade the hard drive. It, because okay. The PS pro PS pro comes out and it's like, Oh, the, it doesn't come with a solid state drive, but it supports the speeds of a solid state drive. So you can put a solid state drive in. And so now it's like, Oh fuck. Do I want like the slower hard drive with PT on it, or do I want to upgrade <laughs> to the PS4 with a solid? Yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all this stuff to like swap my files around and re-upload the like like there's a way to like copy that one hard drive to the next. Long story short, I totally fucked it up. I lost PT, and I was like kind of devastated. And yeah. uh, I found out like you know months or maybe a year later that there is a way to. Uh, if you per- if you quote unquote purchased uh, PT off the store, you could set your own PC up as like a server, which would then connect to some random dude's like <laughs> oh my God. like home server and re-download PT off of that guy. And I totally did it. There's like a Polygon article on how to do it. Uh, so That's amazing. I-, I went through all this effort to get PT back just because I'm like, this is such a like the experience of the my- the first time playing PT was so fucking weird and crazy, and then to the, the the idea that it is now like really hard to get like yeah that's, that, does add that to doesn't it. happen in video games all that often not yeah, not in, that's the, totally true. in the same generation like there's no retro yeah. games that are lost but not like hey this game came out six months ago it is literally yeah. impossible to play we totally take that for granted now where it's like anything that hits the internet is there forever and it's like pt kind of showed like that might not be as true as we thought like somebody you know obviously did manage to preserve it so that i could get it back and you know people are going to be holding on to those hard drives forever but like part of that is because pt was so influential if this was any other weird demo that like didn't 
gather the the popularity that PT did, I bet it would be lost to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, so you want to do your uh, smooth transition now? Smooth transition. What was everybody <laughs> like? We we've been beating around the bush here about what our favorite part of the VGA was, right? Like there's sort of an elephant in the room of the actual star of the show, and that was Danish. I can't even tell you. Fast and the Furious. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, so just just to uh, not be totally unfair, uh, I I saw an article saying that that game was made by the Project Cars team. Oh yeah, and they're fucking phenomenal. And they are awesome. So trying to read between the lines here and figure out what's going on, it, I would guess that this is like who some somebody high up was like, "Hey, Fast and the Furious, let's make a video game." Fuck yeah! What's Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious is cars. So let's get this team who's very very good at cars. And then make them make that only half the game, and now they have to do like characters and story and shit. And I bet that's where things are probably plus rush to get the trailer. Rush, done. Right, of course, right. that's always the thing. Um, but if you look at the trailer, the cars do look good. They are by far the best yeah. looking thing in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so I bet there's probably a little bit of like yes, uh, rushing to get a trailer out, but also maybe being outside their comfort zone and you know any other like design yeah. by committee shit. You know. So all that being said. I wanted to float the idea past you. And this isn't like a let's shit on the Fast and Furious game idea. This is more like if we were to design what we think would be a cool Fast and the Furious game, how would we do that to, to in a way that keeps the spirit of the movies in video game form? Well, okay. Uh, I have a few ideas, but I want to remind everyone that we did – uh, a Fast and Furious pitch before, but it was it was purely centered around like the it was tether cars. Yeah, remember tether, tether cars. cars? Yeah, that was that was one that was like, that was like scene, from a scene. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm talking like that pitch like, still much, is fucking baller too. That is a badass I love pitch. That. But I'm talking like if we were to do like you know like we did our John Wick pitch where we're like how do you capture sure. John yeah. Wick in a game and like that doesn't even mean making a John Wick game. That is just like here are the elements that make yeah, John yeah, Wick yeah. feel like John Wick. So what are the elements that make a Fast and the Furious movie? How, how would a game feel like that? All right, and I'm going to just throw this out there. I assume you're talking about post-Fast 5 because no, what good makes ones. a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, what makes one <laughs> is different. It's changing. It ever has pre- changed. You know, yeah. ever changing. Now, the hold on. Pers- the game could be ever-changing. <laughs> I guess so. That could be you one know of what? Those- that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Like the f- Oh, man, I'm liking this. So the first... Story chapter or whatever, straightforward like first street racing. Yeah, just yeah. so straightforward street racing, almost then, mechanic it, simulator ish. Yeah, right. Like yeah, you're um, maybe simplified and, a little bit, but still, because yeah, they're not and, doing. There's they say some shit. Anybody who knows cars is gonna watch that and be like, eh, they're like seventy percent there, but they're they're saying <laughs> some shit. Yeah, and then and then cut to like you know thirty hours later. You got submarines and helicopters and machine guns <laughs> yes. and uh, yeah. And so by so, the end of the game, you can look back on all that and be like, "Oh, look how far I've come." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and in fact, I would even roll in Hobbs and Shaw and get some cyborgs oh. in there by the end. Cyborgs, yeah. Get. I mean, here's the thing: like, we're talking about vehicle stuff, but arguably you know, halfway through the series, there's a lot of fisticuffs and gunplay happening. So yeah. that also needs to be woven in. Is fisticuffs the way you say that? No, <laughs> but let's move on. <laughs> I just, fisticuffs? I, was, I think it's fisticuffs, but I was, I was like, if I've been saying it wrong, I'm glad because fisticuffs is way more fun to say. <laughs> fisticuffs, I think, encapsulates the sort of immaturity it takes to come to blows <laughs> over something that petty. Here, here's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. Matt. Anytime Jeff says something uh, like that, I never, ever question my own pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I always question Jeff. No, I, I always assume Jeff's smarter than me. That's that's 100% true. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, I'm very torn between the two of you, but thank you, Matt, and <laughs> fuck you, Danish. <laughs> okay, so let me uh, let me flow some. Let's let's get some, uh, yeah. some of our flavor in here. Uh, when... Uh, Okay, there, there's let's let's start with fast one because I actually do like this idea of starting small. Maybe the game does start off at least for a short while as this sort of you know street racer game. Go out like 
I'm I'm imagining multiplayer. Go out, do like drag strips. Maybe you can win other people's cars. Maybe there is a small section of the game where it's like, you know, racing for pinks and all all that shit. Yeah. And uh, well, also the undercover cop angle. That's what I was going to oh, get yeah. to. How do we yeah. sneak the undercover cop angle in there? Is that almost like a role that gets chosen as part of this, or like? No, I think you need to be uh, Paul Walker. So ev- everybody's an undercover cop. And they're all just. It's like Bridge of Spies, where it's a bridge full of spies all trying to pretend, <laughs> pretend they're a bridge. So what if, what if, uh, you know, one of our favorite racers, Need for Speed Rivals? What if the first part of this Fast and the Furious game is Need for Speed Rivals? If you were playing both the cop and the racer at the same time, go on. Sure. So, but the but in but in Need for Speed Rivals, you're pulling people over. Right. Right. He never does that in so the movie. Maybe. In because we're focusing just on the racing stuff in the beginning, your goal is to not only have like a you know be a badass race car driver, and I like the arcadey you know power up centered driving of rivals. I think we all do, but then maybe one of you have like one cop power, and your goal is to during the course of the heist or the race or whatever disable your opponent's car so they can't like do it. Like you're subtly sabotaging things. Okay, wait. Uh... I think we're overlooking that. I think a lot of people don't like the Paul Walker character and would much rather be Toretto. So maybe yeah, but you can't. Maybe do that's your that. mix. Why can't you do that? Like it's kind of like it's like um, fa- it's faction based. There's like the Toretto crew, and then there's the undercover cop what if, crew. What but if, they're they're all kind of like hiding what they are because the Toretto unless you do a GTA Five style. Is that what you're kind of saying? No, I'm saying I'm off? saying like organized street racing. Uh, but what I'm getting at is maybe there's some sort of hidden agenda while you're racing, like hidden modifiers to what's what you're trying to do while you're racing. As which character? Both of them. They, like they both okay. have their own things that they're trying to do. Like like Paul. Walk- who you play? You you play one of the two factions because I'm saying it's like oh it's you like choose okay like you choose the beginning yeah, I see. yeah you know what let's let's back up a second I think that even though this is a Fast and the Furious game. It would be great to be able to not only choose your faction, but to kind of customize a character, at least on a limited level. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> because yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So you, you start as a cop, or you start as one of Dominic's crew, and then maybe a la Star Wars, like you know, Force Unleashed did this really cool, where you played as Vader for a little bit. Maybe you start the game as this character, but then there are like special hero missions throughout the course of the game where you get to play as your lead, like Dominic or um, uh, the boring one, Paul Walker. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Let me, uh, l- let, me, let me float past you what I'm getting at with this idea. Um, and maybe we can all try to work towards there together. What, what I want this to sort of culminate in, at least in the first or second movie representation of our game, is... Gathering a a crew that ultimately consists of both sides to start tackling the the larger, uh, you, you know, like the bank heist type stuff, like the 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 bigger set piece style thing. So, so so the game starts off where you are just doing like, uh, you're just doing drag race sort of things, but eventually something happens and it's like, oh, maybe this guy that I've been drag racing, maybe I should like message him and be like, hey, do you want to team up on this? And it's because of something bigger than whatever dumb drag race stuff we've been doing. And now you kind of get that, 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 that's, that's to me, that is a staple of the movies of these characters dislike each other, but now they have to work together for the greater good or whatever. And to, to try to get that going in a video game context, I think is really unique. I don't think you see that very much. So that, that could easily work. Like I think in the movies, the way it works is he's trying to take them down in the first couple or whatever, and then uh, they form sort of this, you know, bond and everything. And then eventually the FBI or whatever is like, we need to take down this bigger threat. And then Paul Walker's character is like, okay, I know the guys who can do it. And then he recruits them, right? So that, that the, the game can follow that exact same path. Like you start with drag racing, you make connections. Maybe that's like... Um, oh shit, strand game. God damn it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that 
I, I was joking, but now my brain's okay, okay. spinning around. <laughs> yeah, because the whole idea is like blurring the line between cop and robber, and then like also assembling this crew that's both. So yeah, yeah so the crew, the, the group part, the crew card comes in later. Like you're doing street races, you're like, hey, I heard about this guy who's like the fastest or the best, or he has this whatever, and it, let me go try to find him or and then race him, and if I can beat him, then he gets my respect. Or, or I get his respect. Okay. And then that, that opens up the option for him to be recruited later. And the people you're racing are Drivatars, Forza style, who are real people, hence Strand Game. So you're actually recruiting yeah. real players around the world, and then they become an AI in your crew. I, I like that to the extent that we're assuming Drivatar is perfect. I, I think Drivatar is good, and it fills in a lot of gaps. I, I do want to live race against people. At least sometimes, if not most of the time. Sure. Like, so or, if if there are people available for the race you're doing, then yeah, absolutely, yeah. it should be real. But then otherwise, like if you're playing offline or you're doing, you know, they're just you're playing at a weird hour, like eleven thirty in the morning, and no one's on. Yeah, you still get kind of yeah, like maybe it's like what if under the hood, you you know, you're doing all these drag races, and like drag races, sort of super not what they do in those movies where drag race is a straight line and usually they're doing a lot of turning mm-hmm. um, they do it in the first one yeah they do it pretty much they, they go to, they go to race wars and they do some drag race. anyway yeah. so so you're doing these races let's just call them races um and under the hood the game is sort of calculating like uh you know this guy seems to have similar times and similar driving styles to that guy and it's it's almost like trying to form a rivalry between you and sort of harvest and like this rivalry between oh, you and other people on the other side, and then eventually, maybe it's maybe it's through like a leveling system, or maybe it's just like timed in like real life time. It's you know that's that's when uh, like the the FBI character or whoever it was, um, who was it? Who was like the who's the dude in the sunglasses? Well, it's Kurt Russell Kurt, later. Kurt Russell, like yeah. the, that sort of character comes to you. In maybe it's a cutscene or whatever, and it's like, oh, we need, we, you're the best driver. We need you to do whatever. But this is the crew that you need to go with. And since the game has been like under the hood, setting these like races up and like putting you against these people and making you're like, oh shit, that fucking guy. Like I got to race with that guy. Yeah. Like you genuinely don't like this guy because you've been like racing dirty and you know right next to each other on leaderboards and fighting and stuff. So now the game is throwing you into this scenario That's where really you good. have to be with them. I think. To me, that captures cool. a lot of what Fast and Furious movies are. Yeah. Definitely. So, okay. So, you make a character, and I think you should choose an archetype. Because, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 hear me out. anything else. This is going to play directly into what Matt was saying. So, you make a character, and in all the movies, there are archetypes. There's like the weapons guy. There's the tech guy. There's the kind of like suave charisma guy. Well, post the... post Fast Five, that's right, 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 right. Yeah. So you have yeah, all these exactly. archetypes. Like, so Ludacris was never the tech guy. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> Wait, he's the tech let's guy. talk about Ludacris just for a sec <laughs> because well, it, was, <laughs> it was it was two that he showed up in, right? Yeah, and. Yeah. So he's out in Miami, and he has this fucking enormous building that he's doing, like, tuner car shit out of. And I remember there's, like, a pool in the back, and there's, like, like models walking around. It's crazy. Yeah. And then in in a, in a movie later on, they're like, hey, what are you going to do with all this money? He's like, oh, man, I'm going to, like, start a shop. You know, I just want to work on cars. <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. That's what you've been doing. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty one. ridiculous. Um, but, okay, so, so you choose an archetype, and then... When the game is matchmaking you, it's matchmaking you against other archetypes. So if you're the tech guy, it's matching you against everybody else so that when you form the crew, you have like one of each of these personalities. That's what I was getting at. Okay, maybe. So there should definitely be. Okay, what, this is interesting. What if there's some sort of leveling system while you're racing? Uh, and, and that's not unheard of. I think, you know, a lot of games are like, oh, you, you, uh, you know, you'll get more NOS or whatever, or you'll get these upgrades for your car and sort of. Based on the type of upgrades, maybe there's different. A lot of games do this too, where there's sort of skill paths, where there's mm-hmm. more of a tech path and more of a mechanical path and more of a like dirty racing path or whatever. And depending on how you are ranking up and sinking your skills into those things, that's how you're getting your your tech guy. Uh, I like that uh, moniker, or yeah, or like mm-hmm. you're the you're the driver because you you've been like driving dirty this whole time and like really just trade and paint a lot or whatever they say. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I just, I feel like I still want to be Paul Walker. You could be Paul want, Walker. 
No, I know, but I I don't think he should be specialized. It's like he's the <laughs> well, you're gonna have the all rounder. He, he's the all rounder. Yeah, he's the all rounder exactly. So I want to have other guys uh, be in charge of leveling up everyone else to be their roles, almost like Mass Effect or something, you know. And then oh, that's interesting. I love the okay. idea of like we're all racing together. Or not racing at this point. Probably doing a heist or something, which we should definitely talk about. But yes. um, what if like you're all on the road and then. I'm issuing commands to them to pull up to the left, pull up to the right, and I hit a hit the bumper, and then that's when they shoot the tether across to whatever you know. But isn't like, that just multiplayer? Like, no, this is this is Mass Effect. This is Need for Speed Mass Effect. Yes, and I I really 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 like that. But it's also like, it's also like a raid though. It, it's like it's like a raid for a racing game. Yeah, like, like yeah. you know you have your your group of four or five six people and sort of. Inevitably, in any successful raid group, somebody sort of steps up as the leader. And that just happens because the group needs a leader and they sort of like, oh, you're good at explaining shit and like making the right calls. Right. So, but Danish, you're right. talking about NPCs and Matt, you're talking about I real wa- players. I mean, I think it could work both ways. Like I was initially talking about NPCs and this is all be single player, but I mean, there's no reason it couldn't be a multiplayer. That, raid, I, I really want to yeah, go so with it's multiplayer. Like a just because, yeah, just because like, I get, like we're talking Fast and Furious, we're talking family. Yeah. I'm never going to feel family. <laughs> with npcs i mean i guess i like you know mass effect did it sort of but not to the level of let's be honest none of the characters in fast and the furious are going to forge a connection with the player as well as they did in mass effect i mean i'm thinking about the characters in fast and furious and i am directly comparing them to mass effect characters okay rex is finish this Yep, Danish just fucking freaked out because it dawned on him right now. It's Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Rex is Michelle <laughs> Rodriguez. No, it's Dominic. It's Dominic. Yeah, and, and Michelle Rodriguez is... Uh, it, Tali? Uh, the, my, this joke would go no. way better if I could remember anybody's name. <laughs> so the, the Turian is ludicrous. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is, this is not going anywhere. We're going to move on. No, I'm just this. saying it works. It works. It works. How sold on... I want it to be multiplayer. I can I can totally yeah, no, see it multiplayer. You get your friends in the same clan, the same quote unquote family, and then you go on raids and you do these huge heists. So let's talk about I, the heists. The only problem, right? yeah, the only problem I have with that is I want to. It's like okay, you're not. It's a thing about any kind of uh, multiplayer game like this where it's like, oh shit, I'm not at the light level you guys are at. I gotta go grind. It's like I don't want that to be a thing. No, that, I, I don't think it inevitable. has to be. I don't think it has to be because you're in cars. Yeah, and I, I no, would, I know, but like I didn't unlock the tether yet because I didn't level up no, to the fuck, gear. No, they thing. give you they give you that. Yeah, you get mission. like a loadout. Maybe maybe no, I have. But you're talking about levels and, and specialization. No, like, no, what else would you get from that? So those yeah. are like like individual car. Like if you're the if you're the tech guy, maybe you have like um, not an EMP, but you can like temporarily disable another person's NOS. Or if you're the I don't know, speed so guy, like, you have more NOS or can like activate it more often or something like Right, but what I'm saying is like if you didn't level up to that and the raid is hard without it. No, okay, let me still let me thing. let me do a thing for you. Okay. Right. I I am I am Matt and I start up the game and I don't have any friends. So I start playing yeah. the game and it's like, okay, you're you're doing street racing right now, go have fun. And I go do that, and that's great. And as I level up, once I, I sort of choose these things in my car that I level up. Once once I hit a certain level, the game is then like Okay, great. Uh, you've hit this level. You've now unlocked basically like these scenarios or these heists or whatever. So you, I now have the skills that I need to do this thing. And then the okay. game is like, okay, here are your rivals. They are now the recommended crew for you. If you if you do stuff with this crew, you get like rewarded for it because that's you know we're we're saying this is like a these are the people that you've you've been like these are your rivals, but. If I am not, if I'm like okay, I'm Jeff. I'm starting the game. I already have my guys that you know I've been playing Destiny with. I got my crew. We're playing this now. You could just load into a crew. Maybe you don't even need to do that first part. You can hmm. you can just like level up with them. You can you can still do these things like these scenarios. And maybe maybe my tether isn't quite as good, but I go do like a few scenarios with them, and I it like sure. speeds me through the leveling process. And I don't need to worry so much about that. And, like, I don't see any reason why 
this this is an interesting thing. There's there's always a part in the more recent movies where they're like, oh man, these fucking like BMWs, like oh, all the tech in them, fucking sucks. Let's go get like some real cars, and then it shows them go like <laughs> race for pinks, and then they just come back. Like they don't even show the race anymore because it's like yeah, they're gonna right. win, and they come back with like you know old muscle cars and shit. Like that was like when be... uh, Ludacris bought all those cars from the car show or whatever. Yeah, what if what if like drag races are sort of like your gear grind of like not even a grind, but like you know you go do drag races and you can earn different cars and stuff for that and maybe those start cars have different stats to do different things but different overall, immunities like the old like mechanical muscle cars like, yes, they can't exactly. they can't be like teched out holy they, shit immunities immune in it. a car is like <laughs> that's amazing that's it's pretty so cool good. um yeah. but yeah my point is like maybe maybe the game doesn't get to the point where you have to only go do bank heists now it's like the the, the bank right. heist and the drag races are sort of the loop and yeah, yeah, yeah. You, That's good. you know i don't think there's any i don't think because i'm with you I, it sucks when i'm at work or whatever i'm like hey guys like destiny's fucking free right now do you want to play and they're all level nothing and they're like eh, i don't want to level up and yeah you know. so i i love everything you're saying um i think there should definitely be more types of races because you know yeah. every once in a while they'll go like on a mountain road like oh um, yeah or like you know, like they're more not rally races, but definitely longer street races. And so that really awful underground tunnel one. Oh my it's god! Probably the low point of the whole <laughs> the series. CG nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they. I mean, drifting is obviously a thing. Yeah, I didn't want to mention it, but like it is fun to do in games. Why didn't you want to mention it? Because Tokyo Drift. Oh, like, isn't yeah, that enough? Oh, <laughs> Tokyo Drift was bad. Let's just go. Let's move on. <laughs> I can't believe people <laughs> like that movie. Here we go. That's why I didn't want to mention um, it. But yes. Actually, it's 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 good. If, as long as the fucking main dude is not on screen, it's good. That's my take. I will say Tokyo... What are we even talking about? To- Tokyo Drift <laughs> had some of the coolest visuals at, at times of the entire series, I would say. There, there's that scene where it's like nighttime and they're drifting around on the mountain roads. And it was like yeah, it's cool. pretty genuinely cool. Yeah. That's about it, though. The guy was on, not on screen, so it was cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, we haven't really talked about heists or... Heists or uh, fisticuffs. Oh. Yeah, because we definitely have a character creator. Fisties. <laughs> I call them fisties. We call them fisties. God damn it. Um, but yeah, like how should... There's on-foot chases. There's, you know, like brawling. But has the game ever been good when there's on-foot chases? No. See, like the only I thing the I can movie. think of is to do like yeah. a, a short parkour section, like in the middle of a level or something. Fast 6 has that amazing... It's, it's a rooftop not really a chase. chase, right? In a, uh, well, Fast 5 has a good favela uh, that was foot cool. chase. I don't know. That just doesn't... Um, Fast 6 has the great subway. It's more of a fight than a chase, but... What are the scene. odds that we are having the exact conversation that led to the trailer we watched the other night where they're just trying to like slam too much stuff into this game. And now you have this big, like character driven story mode. Like, yeah, is it but too much? You, you start, you did, you did start out by asking like what makes a fast and furious. But that's yeah, also my point is, is like, there, there are some, there are a couple examples of great, I guess like foot chase scenes, but that's not like what Fast and Furious is. No, is it? I would not, say maybe not foot chase, but definitely like fight scenes. Fight scenes. Are. There's some good fights and gunfights. Yeah, but like here's the thing: you don't want to do is you don't want to slow the pace of the game down because you're you're in cars, you're driving through roads, you know, you're going you know x miles an hour and like drifting around corners and stuff and then you stop dead and you do a one-on-one fight like it has to be more you don't than stop that. dead you fight on the in the cars obviously don't you remember in fast seven when tony jaws in that giant truck and he's fighting so, while they're racing so that's cool um especially if this is if this no, no no hold on a second especially if this is part of the multiplayer thing where it's just like okay like we need a guy like riding shotgun in the truck they're gonna be the one to fight you know, the mini boss or whatever while we're driving and like it's multitasking stuff like that's interesting. But like as long as the level is not stopping, I'm happy. Yeah, I get I'm trying to think of this as an overall cohesion of gameplay. Like like if I'm if I'm if I start the game and I'm just doing my car mechanic simulator slash drag racing game and I'm doing that and things are escalating and eventually it's like, okay, you've unlocked heists and suddenly they're like, we need a guy who can punch. And you're like, right. uh, yeah, is a, that a jarring. thing in this game? Like, uh, yeah, how do you how do you <laughs> so, work that into 
Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. So, okay, this is this is not going to be canonical to Fast and the Furious, but I think it could solve this on the gameplay if we wanted to keep it in. In in your garage, as you're playing through the beginning part of the game, you have your car on you one side, <laughs> and then on the other side, no, there's like a punching bag, and you can like learn the basic combat controls, and then maybe once you go through that tutorial, you unlock like like underground boxing matches that you can just do for fun and money, and that is almost like a side game. That's what, next it's to too it's too far. I think it's too I think far it's too away f- from just because just because we. I get where you're coming from, and it's kind of where my mind went to. But I, I, th- I do think it is a pitfall where you're like, okay, we have this. We're we're trying to get this thing into the game, so let's make it a mini game. But then later on, it's like an essential part, yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. it's gonna feel like a mini game while all your friends are playing this awesome racing game, and you're like, I gotta do right, the dumb punching mini game. Here's the solution: we rip off uh, Outer Worlds, which uh, the one really genius thing they did was when you uh, put stats into conversation. Uh, in every other RPG, that's all you get. But in this game, they actually give you a fighting buff as well. So any kind of like non-fighting buff that you put in, like intelligence or whatever, charisma, like you also get a physical attribute too. So, so, I see- so it could be like that for, for cars. So it's like, okay, I want to get the tech upgrade... And that's going to give me a killer right hook. <laughs> well, it so, could give me like tasers. I see what you're saying, but like... Tasers, the, yes, exactly. Uh, on the same token, you're still not driving and doing some sort of combat thing. Like, And I, that Matt, that's what you're getting at, right? Like, you that, that is what to, I'm getting at. I, I don't want to change game. the genre of the game in one section just for the sake of being true to the movies. Yeah, unless, unless it turns it... Like, here's the thing. GTA does exactly this, but that is because... GTA is the it's everything it's the everything game and I but I I will say because GTA is the everything game and don't get me wrong GTA has gotten all of their systems up to like you know really polished levels over the course of the last fucking Mm, 200 years yeah mostly Um, but I like nothing is all the way top tier. Like nothing is as good as like yeah, a great racing right. game, right? Like the 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 driving in GTA feels good, but it doesn't feel like racing game. Forza. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, here here's an idea. What if you are going along, you're doing this heist, and then a bad guy jumps into your car, and then you're given like two quick time prompts and then a third that well, like executes like a special move based on your skill tree damage what you were talking about so with your left stick you're still driving but then it like st- like it strip like it keeps you at a steady speed or whatever and so you're just using the face buttons to fight this guy so you can kind of bring it in but it's not taking away from the driving it's just like an extra challenge on top of the driving is that a thing okay here's another thing that's uh and like you said which i it's interesting that you said this. It's like you're doing this just for the sake of being true to the movie. I don't think that's like a throwaway thing. I think that's kind of important. Sure. Uh, but I do also see it ruining the game potentially. Here's the thing that's funny about Fast Furious movies is that at this point, they're, they're more action movies, right? There's, there's gunfights and heists and fights and stuff. And then when they're like shoehorning cars back into it, it's like, Oh right! This is a Fast and Furious movie. They have to work in cars. Oh yeah, the like, cars part is is always a little like what? Like, <laughs> like yeah, we exactly. need to drive our and cars so, out of airplanes now. That that's like my point is that at this point, cars are actually not even the focus anymore. So that's so you, why I so think you, you think, can't just take the fighting lightly. So so going back to the very beginning, Matt, you were talking about the game evolving. Does it evolve from a racing game in the first few chapters to the final chapters being primarily a brawler? I mean, like, well, and like I would say primarily a shooter. I would say shooter, and that would be fucking wild. Like, can you imagine a game that like? And I don't mean that in a negative at all. But if oh yeah, if you could pull off a game that starts off where you are car mechanic, uh, drag race simulator, and at the end of it you're like squad tactics shooting down hallway yes. and it like works yeah. that'd be fucking crazy yeah so i i'm 100 percent on board with that and i think i was kind of waiting to get to the guns thing because i think you could totally do like a firing from your vehicle a la gta and then but well it, lucky and wild obviously <laughs> and then <laughs> transition yeah okay i think we're on the same page with this so let's so we're getting rid of fisty fisties and <laughs> it's like you can't not say it now i know i started to say fisticuffs and then i, I couldn't do that um so we're 
had totally derailed my train of thought. Getting, I mean, we're kind of getting rid of it. We're going to focus more on the gunplay. Right. I think right. gunplay right. is more important, ultimately. Yeah, um, it is. And that that serves a bigger purpose of, like, there, there's always moments in the movies where they're driving a car, but then, like, guy, like, minigun flips out the top of the car yes. so that they can yeah. do, like, so I would definitely want to keep that sort of, those moments of, like, oh, shit, this dude's got a minigun, and maybe you can take that car and use the minigun against other people. Do you remember in the first Fast and the Furious movie, it's like, holy shit, the truck drivers have shot. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. This is this has gotten way too big for them. <laughs> and then The Rock yeah, takes a helicopter down with a Gatling gun. <laughs> God, I love it. I love the escalation. And I think that we really hit on it where, like, that is what Fast and Furious is. Yeah. Insane escalation. Insane escalation. Yeah. That, like, it, it man, it. It is insane escalation, but it's only retrospectively insane, kind of right. right? right because right. I feel like when you're it's, watching it's a slow, it, it's a slow burn. Yeah, it, yeah, it works. When you're, I mean, Fast Five is the big jump, but still, yeah, it's kind of even. It, we, so, it weirdly isn't as jarring as it should be. Oh, not at all. No. <laughs> uh, so, looking at this game from from kind of a bird's eye view, we're we're starting as this racer, and then we're evolving the kinds of races, and then we're introducing gunplay, and then by the end of the game. We are you are the most squad tactical force, right? <laughs> and you have to take right. down it's, cyborgs. It's, it's Rainbow Six Siege with a few driving sections. Hey, it's like future warfare. What if? What if? <laughs> this is this is nothing. What if this game is sold as uh, Street Racer Simulator and it evolves into that? But what if there's like another game that is like like Police Officer Simulator and that's <laughs> and that is like the Hobbs Path. And these two games yeah. converge in the middle, and like that's how Hobbs gets oh over to God. the Oh, my God. Guys, we Pokemon yeah. Red Blue this shit. There's two versions <laughs> of the same game, and yeah. each game has like three of the same skill trees, but the fourth one is different, and they can play together. They can be part of the same clans, and the idea is to mix your clan between the two games, and the story modes start differently, end in the same place. And then, yeah, so, like, you're going through the main story. That's all wrote. And then anytime you can go back, you can play any of it. You can do these big heists. Oh, this is amazing. You, uh, so I don't want to lock people out of a out of the other game. Okay, so maybe when you should. finish the game, you unlock that fifth. Yeah, for some reason, tree. only Nintendo can pull that off. And everybody's like, yeah, it's, it's I love so this. true. Yeah, it's bon- I can't understand. It's bonkers. I'm, yes, you know, I've Nintendo's been playing- genius. They've made me not <laughs> be able to get something. It's like selling 25 versions of Street Fighter. Uh-huh. One more character. <laughs> So, yes, I've been playing the new Pokemon, and it is it is at at once really really polished Pokemon game, and then it still has those like oh I can only evolve this when I trade like ugh. But well, it, maybe once but you I trade a cop into your party, you are now able you to... unlock that skill tree. Right. Yeah. I think I think that's really good because then that encourages clanning. That out. encourages playing with the other uh, groups, like the other like the the rivals too. I guess. Right. Right. And so maybe there is. Like a um, some sort of passive bonus to your family, where if you can keep the number of people about equal between the two games, like you get the maximum bonus, and then as that ratio gets thrown off, you just you still get a bonus, but it's a little bit less, something like that. Speaking of family, um, there should be a permadeath in the game, oh like my XCOM style. God. <laughs> and not only that, but. Uh, Let's say, <laughs> this is totally insane. Let's say one of your characters you really love perma dies and you're like, oh shit, he was so cool. But this is like a real person, right? This is like a, your buddy? Well, because um, are you going back to the single player shit? I guess I was going back to single player, but uh, damn, permadeath for multiplayer. That's that's intense. Yeah, it is intense. And <laughs> so I, I was I just think like. You could totally do it though. Like if, if all of your. Like, let's remember say, my World War II game? It's that yes. with Fast and the Furious. So, yes. so let's stream. I'm going to streamline this a little bit. You have a character. You've gone through the main story. You've you're in a family, and I think dying in this game should be as hard as permadeath in like Hellblade. Bringing you know, the conversation back to that, where there was permadeath, but it takes so much to actually die that it's kind of it's more of just a. Narrative oh, I actually thing. forgot that game had permadeath. Right? Yeah, because it, it does take a while. So let's say let's say permadeath is like that. Like you can fail a lot in this game without dying. Like if your car crashes, like you survive, whatever. But like if your car crashes 20 times in a row, then you're dead. When your yeah. character dies, um, all their equipment, all their cars, 
all their skill points kind of go into son. a safe, right? And then you make that new <laughs> character, and then you can instantly just dump all that stuff back onto the new character. So you're not really losing ground, but like that person is. I dead. think this is this is hardcore mode. We should not force this on people. Oh, okay. Real quick though, first what, of all, where I was Fast going, and the Furious is hardcore mode. You live true. your life a quarter mile at a time. Damn it, winning's winning. Yeah, I was. This is all an elaborate uh, setup for a stupid joke, <laughs> where <laughs> I was going to say that if a character permadeaths, all you do is you uh, the whole game turns into a flashback, and then you get it back. <laughs> <laughs> It turns into like into like uh like detective vision rewinding the scene of the crime and but like rewriting it so they actually like crawled away at the end or something. Yeah, yeah. Basically like like it, having Han stick around exactly. for five movies. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what happened. Oh, I see your joke. I was going with the Letty thing where yeah, they showed yeah. her get oh, shot in the head yeah. and then she just like shows up again. She's always going to be fine. I guess that happens more than I thought in those movies. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going off the rails. I think this is a great idea, and somebody should make oh, it. Oh, well, oh, yes. Oh. Okay, well, hold on. One more hold thing, on, though. No. We didn't really talk about the heists, like planning. Like, oh, pl- we're, we kind of threw out Rainbow Six planning the heists, but so, is there any more we want to dig into that? So I think in order just to, like, streamline this, because this is an action game, you don't want to – I feel like you don't want to bog it down with too much planning. So what if these heists are, like – destiny raids preset like gta yeah everything is already there you just go through the motions as best you can and you need to rely on your teammates to execute each portion of it yeah there's always going to be there's going to be levels of unpredictability with any especially with a game like destiny where there's always a intended way to do a raid encounter where it's like okay you guys have to do this and do this rotation and do blah 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 blah. but then there's there's somebody's like hey i just realized that if i use this skill and that thing now we just have to do this and it makes the it makes it easier or it changes the way things work. So, you know, once you once you add like the physics of cars and like grappling hooks and shit like that, there's there's going to be a correct way to do it, and then there's going to be the way people actually end up doing it. I think that's going to change sort of on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that like some of the composition of the team would also make the missions turn out. Yeah. You know, that's oh, hopefully uh, different. That's the main thing too. There's always, you, you know, it's like, Oh shit. I wish, I wish we had a grapple guy. I wish we had this person or that person, but we don't. So we got to make these things work or fail. Yeah. Uh, and, and kind of going in line with that, I think we, we've kind of alluded to it, but you would not be able to fully max out a skill uh, or like all your skills. You would really have to pick and choose what you put them into, whether you're going to be well balanced or really specialized. So a finite number of skill points. Is that, I think we can agree um, on that. Sure. Yeah. It's not? a small thing, but I think like it plays into that team specialization where you want to have somebody who's good at all these things. Well, how about this? Well, <laughs> how about this? Uh, you're a f- super, super end game. Uh, if you're, you're not quite maxed up, but like you're the best you can be in the game. You get like this really secret mission. That's like hard to find. And like, you have to do a lot of shit to unlock it. And that's the cyborg mission where you become a cyborg. And then you can remix your skills at any point, right? Is that what you're getting at? Or you just max them all out? You max them all out. I, okay. I don't, I don't like that, but Cyborg's I do think... DLC. I, I do think that, like... So, okay, cyborg having, DLC. I'll be, having some sort of I just, basically, I just thing. want to be Idris Elba. I just want to be Idris Elba. That's all I'm saying. So, there's... Games are pounder. A game like this is a power fantasy, but you don't want to give the player too much power, otherwise it gets boring. And so that's the well, that's only what I'm saying. reason. It's like end game. It's like right, but after even, the game's even already with been that, played out. I think that allowing a player, like having a secret mission that allows a player to like remix, like reallocate their skill points whenever they want, you know, kind of like how the division did, would be better as an end game bonus than having all those skills maxed out because then well okay it doesn't it's matter not what be the your skills team maxed is. out it's not going to be the skills maxed out if you're a cyborg it's going to be super min maxi where it's like um i don't know it, there's going to be huge disadvantages to it as well it's going to be a very specific role it's kind of like being a vampire in skyrim or something no you know I, I i got the solution everybody relax this is fine i have it much like Hobbs versus Shaw is a side story to the Fast and Furious universe, there will be mm-hmm. maybe a DLC side, single-player side mission story thing where you get to play as a different character who is not your 
regular person, but you get to experience that power fantasy for a little bit, and then you get to go back to the finely crafted, perfectly balanced right. uh, ga- racing the, uh, game tactical shooter that we've described today. Yeah, it's the Far Cry uh, Laser Dragon or whatever the hell. Yeah, that yeah. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Separate, separate thing entirely. Still within that universe, although Laser sure. Dragon wasn't. But you, you yeah. get the point. Yeah. It wasn't called la- what was it called? I don't know. Laser Dragon. I don't know. But Laser so, Dragon is probably a better name than whatever yeah. it was. Um, so let's looking at our two year roadmap, we have these standalone story <laughs> DLCs two. where where you Destiny's at like ten right sure, now. Sure. They I, haven't I, done half this shit. So the standalone story missions, <laughs> we're gonna introduce uh they're gonna be some of them are gonna be different characters that you get to play as and have this like cool power fantasy and do this like really crazy mission. And then we're also gonna be dropping new heists, new raids, and, um, like, what what other kind of things can, like, players look forward to in the future? Well, here, okay, here's a, a question that kind of relates to that a little bit. And I want you to take this, like, seriously. Not a chance. Okay, do go, you, go, go. Do you think the Fast and Furious franchise, the movie franchise, will actually ever go to space? Oh, it, yeah. Well, no, the, the, hmm, that's not, the better question is, do you think they are capable of making that decision? The answer is absolutely. But will they actually pull the trigger? I think is a different question. I so think it's like 50-50. It's, it's, okay. It's like they... How space? Because I could totally see them doing a Halo How jump. How space? Because <laughs> a Halo jump is like 70% space. No, I'm talking about space stations. I'm talking about gold... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Moonraker. You want, you want to see Vin Diesel in a spacesuit with an yeah. AK-47 stomping around on <laughs> Didn't they already the ISS. Make those Riddick movies, that's kind of like Fast and the Furious in space. Sort of. There's No, it's nothing at all. Like there is a driving section. I guess there were monsters and stuff in that one, too. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I get the question. Um, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm. If I'm being real, probably not. But that doesn't mean like they definitely could, and they could in the very in the next movie they could. Here's my: I think they will very in a very limited way. I think there is going to be some space station that they have to infiltrate. So I mean, because already like, there won't be any cars in space yet. Um, that'll come later. <laughs> the fucking Tesla will, like float by. <laughs> like, we need that to get back. <laughs> So oh my okay, God, it's gonna. It's like when Star Trek the motion picture like reworked in Voyager as like a main plot point. Uh, the Tesla will come back. It'll like have like AI. Like it'll be, Elon Musk it'll be, like, will actually sentient. be driving it. Oh, it'll be it'll be their like secret um, like Kurt Russell character where they're getting these messages and it's like a computerized voice or whatever, and they think it's some sort of like person fucking with them but it turns out it was right, a tesla the giving them orders the whole time okay this conversation yeah. is fucking stupid but i love it and i just want to say if if they actually if they actually did it like it would it would be it would be ludicrous who goes first of all mm-hmm. um yeah and in order to try to make it somewhat believable they would send him with like this like a space force right oh for sure they, yeah, they'd he, be like he would be, the he'd be like i'm not going to space him. i'm scared of space i don't even like airplanes yeah, or whatever yeah. and then and they'd be like, don't worry, we got this team, they know what they're doing, and his role yeah. would just be to be scared the whole time. But yes, that would get them into space. Oh my god, oh my yes. god. And I think that will happen. The person happen. leading yes. the Space Force, <laughs> Scott Adkins, now he's part of the series. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have said that for anything, and I'm beyond bored with it. No, no, yeah, but seriously, I think, I, think, sp- I think we wrote the no, next No, I don't one. want him stuck in space. That's no, he, no, no, he, has, he comes back, and now he's like the rock. This, and This and is the introduction to his character. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's like the trial what, run where you're like, holy shit, this guy's fucking awesome, and that's when he gets... But a, what is he going to do in space to show off his skills? Can you that's imagine ridiculous. Scott Atkins in low gravity? That dude can do like 10 flip kicks right now. Yeah. I think, I think this is the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to make this. Someone needs to make it. Someone needs to make this. Uh, okay. I guess I don't know where, I don't know where else. Oh, okay. There's one thing I want to say. The, real quick shout out. We're talking about a game where it changes drastically. Uh, I need to mention uh, A Way Out, that prison escape game from a couple years ago. Uh, me and uh, past and future guest Dan Wyland played through the whole thing co-op. And it does some of this stuff we're talking about where like it escalates to and the gameplay completely changes. But it's a little bit, Matt, like how you were describing GTA where because it does everything, it doesn't do anything great. That's totally the case with that game where the shooting is never great. You know, the stealth is never great. But I forgive it because it takes you through that journey of like adding 
this thing. Um, again, no a way out. That's the game uh, for people who the don't remember. Game, is right? uh, yeah the prison game where it's the whole thing is enforced split screen. Right, and right, right. It, it was by like I think it was Ubisoft, um, and yeah, it was it was a it was a very cool game. I still recommend people play it, it's, but you can get it pretty cheap now, and it's you know six hours or whatever. So, but yeah, it, it does a lot of cool stuff. We're talking about that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah. another quick shout out: the music in in our favorite trailer for Hellblade Two, I'm pretty sure is Highlung, which is this like crazy, crazy awesome like Norse band that. I want to classify metal. as metal, but like, is it metal? I don't know. It's just yeah. so fucking cool, though. Everything's metal these I days. I remember after the first Hellblade came out, there's like uh, battle music that comes on, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. And that's basically what it was. And I think you're probably the one who told me about it. This band, and I was, I totally got into it. I was like listening to it for a little while after that, and uh, yeah, so that's cool. So good. Uh, all right, so yeah, I think we have uh, basically this uh, Project Cars Fast and Furious game. Um, it's going to do everything we just said, so it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'd be willing to bet that we described exactly what this game's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, how about we, um, when it comes out, we'll all play it together, and we'll, and yeah, together, and we'll uh, report back. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm glad someone's making it. <laughs> yeah. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Someone Should Make This. Thanks for listening. You can tweet at us at, at Make This Podcast. You can email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes. And uh, thanks to Mariachi Entertainment System for letting us use their music for our theme song. Until next week, we've done the hard part. Now someone should make it. <laughs>